welcome to the Awakening Journey podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Shinko. The Awakening Journey isn't the easiest path of growth to choose, but it can be an exciting one. This is the podcast where I share my insights, all my channelings, my downloads of inspiration that I get from time to time. I also bring on special guests to give a different perspective on things. I don't know exactly where this path is taking me, but that's the fun part. I'm excited to see where this goes. Let's find out together. You're listening to the Awakening Journey podcast, and this is episode 14, Light Language with Tina Slade. Today's episode, we're going to explore a new higher level of energy healing, Something that changes the game on energetic spiritual healing. And it also changes you on levels that you can't even imagine. I'm talking about quantum energy healing in the form of light language. Now, I bring on a guest who will introduce us to this light language through speech. Her name is Tina Slade, and she is a quantum energy healer and regressionist. And she's also a third-generation psychic medium, Reiki master, and just stepped into the world of the quantum light language just about 18 months ago. Now, before that, she was actually experiencing severe multiple sclerosis symptoms, and she's going to share all of that with us in the episode. And she really honestly wasn't sure of her fate. And then it all changed when she discovered this remarkable healing modality, The main message here is that healing can reach you anywhere. This healing energy can be reach you across the world. Now, Tina has clients all over the place. She's got clients in Bali, Thailand, UK, Turkey, here in North America as well. And she's from the UK. So this type of healing, she proves that you don't need to be even in the same room with her to receive this strong, potent healing. It really is a remarkable thing. So I even share the effects that it had on me um, just within 10 minutes of meeting her. It really blew my mind. So um, this really is the next step in our evolution ascension. So let's get to that interview. If you get any value from today's episode and you want to show your support, Donations of any amount are welcome. Just click on the donations PayPal link in the show notes. Thank you so much for your love and support. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I am so happy to have you guys here with me. Today, we are going to be diving in to some level of quantum energy healing that has never been actually taken to this level before not on this show, not in this group. So we are going to go into another level. And I have an amazing guest here. Her name is Tina Slade. And she is a quantum energy healer and regressionist. Hello, Tina. Hi, Tricia. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm just so happy to be here. I am so happy to have you because since we last met, I have to share this with the audience because they have to know. Um, everybody listening here today, I want you to know that I actually met this wonderful lady a couple weeks ago. And she, out of nowhere, just came on and shared. (laughs) (laughs) And also, she took some time to send me some healing. And from that healing, I can tell you that things have changed for me exponentially. And my level of healing that I now give to my clients is it's palatable. It, 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 you can t- definitely tell the difference and the degree of the healing that I got from that one little sitting. I can only imagine the type of healing that your clients get. It's incredible. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's just so, and also the synchronicities of us coming together was just unbelievable. And, mm-hmm. and once we'd sort of done the, the chit chat about why we were brought together, I, I always, um, have this urge to to go into my light language and and it was just so beautiful to share it with you and to channel that energy and then to hear this evening about what a difference it made to you because that's what light language does that's what working within the quantum energy field does it 
it transcends all other modalities because we're going straight into the heart and soul and the oneness of who we are. So I am so <laughs> happy to hear that you've, and just, we literally, I think it was about 10 minutes light language I gave you. It wasn't a little very bit long, of no. Past life information, which comes as we're clearing through the templates. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it's just, I'm just so happy that that worked for you. <laughs> I, and that I your felt... clients are experience it too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I felt so silly because the tears were just flowing and I'm like, this is just supposed to be an interview. <laughs> yeah, Patricia, remember you were holding on to that energy through yeah. your matrix system, through many, many past lives. Um, and we'll move on to that later on. But the when we come in to shift the energetic echoes and resonance of trauma and experience from past lives and in the programming of this life, mm -hmm. it becomes profound. It's absolutely profound because it allows you to bring more light in. Therefore, you're connecting back into your higher self at a level that you haven't done before. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely, I thought that I was at my high, but not my I, highest. I can, I know that you could probably go much higher than your highest, but I felt yeah. like I was just plateauing, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm finally here. I can sit for a minute. No, my, my no, God. No, like, no. Oh, you think you can sit for a moment? Let's knock this up a notch here. <laughs> and every time we work and every time we spend that time, you know, working with the light language and working with the symbols, you shift and change you continually mm -hmm. go up and up and up within vibrational time and space yeah. therefore you can access more of your blueprint you can access more of your knowing and then you can do what we all come down to do is to share that and to assist others in their awakening mm -hmm. and that's what this is all about really it absolutely is. yeah and yeah. that's where i love to start because the awakening right now I would love to know your perspective of the awakening. Okay, so we, we are all going through, okay, so perhaps I, they're just telling me to, so I'm already, whenever I, I'm working, I'm, I'm already linked into all of my team, which is where I do my channeling. I also channel from um, an aspect of myself, which is Oracle, and Oracle is the, um, the sort of master of all known creation. So I'm able to access that information. So the awakening process that's happening now is actually quite a difficult one for, for many of us. And we've already agreed within our timeline convergence as we drop down into this lifetime, into this incarnation within a holographic body, within a program that's running in dense energy, to have experiences in order for us to have soul evolution. But I think for a lot of us who dropped down, we weren't quite prepared for the level of density that is happening at the moment. Mm -hmm. And what that's doing, it's making our connection into um, who we truly are a little bit more difficult because not only are we having to deal with low frequencies, so we come in, we drop in as a high level um, dimensional essence and energy, and we drop into a really low level program that's running. We're having to navigate our way through our awakening through this sort of like smog. Mm -hmm. And then what we're then trying to do is say, okay, well, we know that we've agreed in this timeline to awaken at this point in this conjuncture, but actually in order to do that, and, and maybe I should just sort of prefix this with the information that I'm given and I'm sharing with you is from my perspective. And I always say to my clients and whenever I'm teaching, see how it resonates with you, because if it doesn't, then that's absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. But see how it resonates because what we're trying to do in awakening, it's not that, and this is what I've been channeling, it's not that we are trying to simply bring down our gifts of clairvoyance and clairaudience and all of the clairs and, and all of those healing modalities that we have had in thousands and thousands of lifetimes. That isn't true awakening. The awakening process is is about us taking that soul evolution back to the point of source origin. And that is that we come back into love light. 
so if they're asking me to step back again okay so i'm <laughs> jumping back again to original so original source so source the creator and we can call it whatever name you want it doesn't matter um source created the multiverse and then there's you know that's a whole probably another conversation but basically we are energy and source spark that separated in order to understand for source to understand itself it needed to understand its duality mm-hmm. because it is the lightest of light it is the brightest of light it is pure love in absolute essence so if it wanted to understand itself it already knows itself in that um in that energy field so to understand itself completely it had to create the complete opposite which is the duality which is the dark energies the lower energy forces mm-hmm. because we are the sum and totality of both the yin and the yang yeah so as we incarnate it is with an understanding of knowing ourselves to come back into the light so we have to experience all of those lower frequencies to the absolute extreme for some of us and we have to have experienced what it feels not only to have been the person who disempowered but also the person who has been disempowered so we will always have been the murderer and the murdered you know because we're looking at that duality and the awakening process is about understanding how do we get back from the soul spirit into source love and how do we heal the energetic resonance of all of the past lives where we have had been the murdered and the murderer the disempowered and the person who has disempowered others mm-hmm. and when we come into awakening we have to do what we call the shadow work and the shadow work is understanding what we hold within our blueprint of all of those um energy blockages where we have been doing our learning our mastery so awakening isn't about becoming an amazing tarot reader or a medium or any of those things, a great healer. It's about coming back into the I am presence, which connects you back into love. And the formula they gave me, which is bizarre because everyone who knows me, I'm dyslexic, numbers mean nothing to me or hadn't until I came into the quantum field. And then oh, a few months ago, they said, oh, we, we need to explain awakening to you. We're going to give you a formula. And I just laughed inside because I thought well, that's just ridiculous because, you know, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything to me. But the formula was the first thing we do is we find love. We find love of ourselves is the very first point of awakening. And to do that, we have to dive into all of our shadow side in order to heal it, understand it and understand the lesson that we were choosing in order to have those experiences in the first place. So when we come into self-love, it naturally means that we can then offer love to others. So that's the first step Mm -hmm. of awakening. The second step is that we then come into compassion. So we're then able to look at ourselves and others. We zoom out and we look as compassionate observers of the life's experiences that we have chosen to experience. Once we've mastered that by doing the shadow work, we then come into the final component of awakening, which is forgiveness. Mm. And we learn to forgive ourselves for the journeys we've taken against ourselves and against others. And I'm going to probably go into some light language in a minute because it's coming forward. And light language for me is like Tourette's. I cannot stop it. (laughs) So my connection is so strong at the moment. So So the forgiveness part is the forgiveness of ourselves and what has happened to us and what we have done to others. And that brings us into totality. It brings us home. It brings us back home into source spark. And that's our journey. Our journey is through self-discovery of love, compassion and forgiveness because we are all connected. So when source created itself and created everything that is, 
it, we all come from the same source spark. Therefore, we are all connected and we hold energy within the collective consciousness that we are trying to bring back into source light. Mm-hmm. And as we come into awakening and as we are able to show the love, compassion and forgiveness, we become lighter and we ascend through our vibrational um, dimens- dimensions and we're able to tap back into higher frequencies. Right. And Enjoy. that's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all. No. But when we are awakening and we have agreed to awaken at a certain point, because remember, a whole nother conversation about time, there is no time. We are having multiple existences within multiple realities which are running concurrently. And also those energies from those realities are coming back into this lifetime that we're experiencing now and flow out of this lifetime into those multiple realities of other lifetimes. Mm -hmm. so it's very very complex so when people come to you and they come to me with you know all of these emotional physical blockages of course they've got them because we're in this washing machine of energy and and karma and all of these other things and it's not easy and so for me as I came into the quantum world, I understood and I've been shown that I hold the blueprint to assist others in their awakening, which meant that when I came into the quantum world, my connection up to all that is and the connection to my multidimensional self was instantaneous. It's like a rocket ship mm-hmm. because I've then connected back into all that I have been in order to assist others in that understanding. Right. And that I, I like when you were saying that I could get the visual because we are a hologram. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that there are multidimensional parts to us. And we have these higher place, this higher part of us that connected to source directly. And that's what we tap into to pull in everything that we need to heal. Right. So it's, It's a beautiful thing. And it's just, I love getting other people's perceptions of it and perspectives and um, just to understand it in a a much easier way, you know? I I think with the quantum world, the very thing that's different as I now work in in that energy is that, yes, you're absolutely right. We have a holographic body. Within the holographic body, we have, so once again, let me step back. Everything that we teach and everything that we show others, we have to label it and conceptualize it in a way that our third dimensional brain can understand it. Right. So the way that I've been shown and the way I teach this is that we are within a holographic body in 3D, but actually we are all energy We everything, even in this program that we're in now, the 3D program, Physics has proven that everything has an energy resonance and it happens to vibrate at a frequency that gives it physicality. Right. So when we understand that as energy beings that happen just to drop into a holographic body and program, we can transcend our holographic body and we can come out of the body, which, and I take my clients when I do QHHT, I take them out of the physical body and I show them how it looks and feels to go back into energy and I take them back up into source light. Oh, so we are, oh, it's <laughs> it's beyond. I mean, that's that once again is a, is a whole other conversation yeah. <laughs> about how we heal at that point. So when we understand that we are all pure energy, it gives us a better perspective because we are all connected through an energetic field that we are part of. Mm -hmm. And it makes absolute sense that when we have had past life trauma, because we are energy, that trauma will form an energetic blockage that will sit there until we come in to actually release it. Right. And then it like solidifies more and more. Absolutely. So yeah. we can see it as energy. We can see it as shape. We can see it as whatever we want to conceptually see it as. Mm-hmm. 
So when clients come to me and they have an illness, I know straight away what the cause of it is because mm -hmm. every physical condition starts off as an emotional blockage. So, right. for instance, anyone who has anything to do with the throat, thyroid problems, it's always about suppression of being able to speak truth, whether it's in this lifetime or thousands of lifetimes that they've experienced it. And we can decode the physical condition that's manifested because when we hold that energy, it interferes with the natural frequency of the body, which should operate at an optimum level to keep us well. Right. And so when it doesn't, we then take that energy and it changes the cellular structure to create illness. Mm. And then when we understand that, we can heal and release it. So for me, working within the quantum field, I know that I will not be ill since I've been in this field. I haven't been to the doctors. I've not been ill. Before I came into it, I was very ill. I manifested really serious illness. I had a complete physical and mental breakdown mm -hmm. because I held on to trauma that I had nowhere to do. I had nowhere to put it. And so I internalized it and became very ill. My nervous system shut down. When you come into the quantum world, you can see that as an energetic resonance and you can go in and heal it. I had the most horrendous stutter. Two years ago, I couldn't even hold a sentence. Wow. I literally, it was that bad. I had all the symptoms of multiple sclerosis, but without the scarring in the brain. My nervous system just packed up. And coming into quantum through synchronicities, they showed me how to go in and understand all of that pain and trauma that I was holding in order to release it, let it go, understand it, and heal myself so this was through so, the qhht the no well it was through both so i i'm third generation psychic right so it's always been in my family um i'm a medium i studied and trained to be a medium i'm a trance medium i um am a reiki master i'm a tarot reader i'm i'm all those things that you know we go down that route to do trying to and find then, what your purpose right <laughs> absolutely you know it, you just do it and you think yes I'm in the moment and that's fine but also I was trying to work out who I was and I validated myself by having you know very successful careers within blue chip companies and then a lot of trauma came into my life and that's the point where if you come into awakening you you can't really escape it so in order for me <laughs> no. to come into the quantum they wiped me out. They wiped me out in order for me to relearn. And chance by not by chance, I, I met up with a, a wonderful woman who offered to do quantum psionics with me, which is all in my website. And that was my first entrance into the quantum. I'd never heard, Trisha, I'd never heard of quantum. I hadn't heard of half of the stuff that I know now. Any That's of this, incredible. I've never heard and of this was light language. Years like two 18 months you said 18 you months yeah yeah that's and I've never heard of light language and, and through that you spent your entire life like I just want to like sit here for a second and realize yeah. like how far and fast you came because how fast the healing can come through completely you can spend your entire life in yeah. this pain and then in a way you come into this place in your life and then all of a sudden it's like it's gone it, everyone it can do can, it happen that fast i i am absolute testimony to the hot mess that i was i was <laughs> emotionally spent physically spent you know i had all right side um near enough paralysis i had the shaking the tremoring the fatigue the brain mm -hmm. fog the stutter was probably for me the worst thing because it meant not only could i not be seen no no one would listen to me because I couldn't get right. my words out. Right. And and so once I came into the quantum field and then all of this information was coming to me, and then I was having star beings in my bedroom, then I was taken <laughs> off onto spacecraft, then I was shown what the time matrix looks like, and then I was shown that I was master creator of all templates, then I was shown back at source, and, and then all this information was coming through in the most rapid, rapid time. Oh, and it's just beautiful. <laughs> Then I was having to heal all of my dark lifetimes because 
you know, I've had some horrendous, I've been responsible for the collapsing of galaxies and wow. I've had to do that work. I've been really, really in my power and using my power not for good. And there was an aspect of me that didn't want to release that power because I wasn't ready to. So I'm having to mm. dance around knowing that I needed to release it. There's so much resistance with that, yeah. Absolutely, because there was still a part of me that wanted to have that control because I was always a very controlling person. Mm -hmm. And then as I started to understand, I started to become well. And I started, um, I would say I haven't had a stutter now probably for about eight months. And um, once the light language came through, yep, that's when the stutter cleared out. That's and it allows me so my light language which i had never heard of and i happened to one of my clients said i had a, a clearing with this amazing woman in the uk and i was like i want a clearing i don't even know i was like a child banging on the table i want that yeah, yeah. and i had a session with her and uh, she cleared so much for me and i felt that there was something that needed to come out in my throat but i knew there was a blockage so I came down, I connected to my quantum psionics board and through the board, they took me back to my lifetime where I was very high up in the Catholic church. And I started charting Latin. It was bizarre. I mean, I can't speak any languages at all other than light language. And I'm clearing all of my lifetimes and contracts within the religious element of my past lives around um, servitude, around, um, poverty, all of the contractual things you find within religious indoctrination. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I cleared it, my light languages came through. That is beautiful. And now it changes and changes. So as I started integrating my multidimensional self, so I started integrating my Syrian, my Lyran, my Hydra, my Venus, my Orion, my Andromedan, my Andromedan is interesting because my aspect of myself is an Andromedan commander and the Andromedan commander is part of like a peacekeeping force within the gal galaxies mm -hmm. and I can tap into him and see exactly where he is and what he's doing and that call him down so when cool. I need him. It's, so for, it's wild. Yeah, so for people that are listening and they're like, well, how these aspects of yourself, what are you talking about aspects? Like maybe okay. we want to explain um, yes. exactly, you know, what it comes okay. from and how it all falls apart. And so we are, and thank you for that because I forget I just, I'm just so in it that I forget. I understand. Like, this is my language, right? But yeah. I'm educating as all these newly awakened souls, these beautiful souls that are going through their dark shadow parts right now. And yes. they're having a hard time and they're just coming into this learning. And this episode here that they're going to be listening to today, I know their minds are going to be blown, which is it's exactly what I wanted to do. Right? We want to crack it open, don't we? Yes. yes okay. Yes. So we when we're in this holographic body on earth we see ourselves as this one person so let's take our conception away from that and go back into the energy field we are multi-dimensional energy which means that as we split from spark uh, source and spark source we have then incarnated in thousands and thousands of lifetimes. We can't even comprehend it because the capacity in our brain, we operate our brain at the moment at 10%. You know, there's a whole load of our brain that we don't even understand. And this even is in this one point. split, right? We're like in thousands of places right now in this very moment. We are, we're fractals yeah. of yeah. that. So each time we've incarnated in whatever is outside of the time matrix, that will be a fragment of our original self right. that holds that blueprint. So when I offer quantum light language healing, I will channel for people what their fragments of their selves are and what dominant fragment is coming in in this lifetime. Because as we have had all those experiences, we bring those gifts down. We have them with us. Yeah. So we will be it's okay so they're showing me in order to explain so i'm really visual trisha so luckily they show me everything visually yeah. so i can <laughs> explain it very simply so they're showing me a bicycle wheel with all of the spokes okay and if you imagine 
many, 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 many of those bicycle wheels all on top and all of those spoke, those wheels spinning with the spokes spinning. That is our multidimensional self. All of those spokes will be a lifetime where we have had experiences on and off planet mm -hmm. and we have raised our frequency and our light coding, but we choose to forget that to come down to earth to experience free will. Right. So when I say that I've integrated all of those aspects of myself, and there's probably many, many thousands more I need to, mm -hmm. it means that I am awakened so I can pull in that energy and the knowing from those lifetimes. So my light language will change according to what energies I am working with, what energies I'm seeing within your blueprint that I'm removing and healing with you. They will change. I also work. So then we go really off piece here. So I also work with a troop of dragons and baby dragons and the dragons bring in different galactic energies. And I also work with eight crystal skulls, which have been initiated only to myself at the moment. There are four other people and I don't know where they are because that's I've not been given that information, but there are four other people who will hold those codes, but not at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I have eight different crystal skulls that I work with, which come from different planets. So they show me in dream state that there are eight pyramids held into under the oceans. And those pyramids were put there because there needed to be a safeguard in case everything went wrong on Earth. Because we've, plan, already, yeah. Yeah, we've already had, you know, the Syrians, the Arcturians coming in to help build civilization before the Egyptians. So there's always been an overseeing from a, a bigger perspective through the, through the galactic councils. And within these pyramids, they place these sacred crystal skulls. And I could only have the initiation for them as I cleared density myself. Mm -hmm. So I, I work with a um it starts off with a clear crystal quartz skull smoky quartz i work with the most beautiful ruby skull um sapphire blue uh, i work with jade which comes in with venus energy which is beautiful when i work with them and then i have a smoky quartz oh no i've said that i have a milky quartz an obsidian and uh another one that i can't remember because there's eight of them but basically when i work they i activate them with my coding and then we use that to release that energy for for the client so why so do you that's, sorry why do you why is it a skull what's the significance of that the, the significance of the skull is it's it's about the creation of all knowledge okay. and the understanding that i have is if you were to place a crystal skull next to the skull because of the um, shape of it and because of the sacred geometry of a skull it's able to energetically blend and merge and come together as one okay the skulls are really really sacred and it's funny because I've never known anything about skulls I've never been drawn to them never in a million years would I choose to work with a skull hmm. and yet all of a sudden I'm taken to these eight pyramids and I'm shown these skulls the See, citrine for... skull is they just said to me it's the citrine skull the yellow citrine which is the the eighth one. Oh yeah so, so yeah i know for me personally i've always been like leery of skulls and may there's some kind of like i've been kind of like stepping back i'm like oh no that's not me you know and that's why i'm really curious i'm like why is it a skull so look at the other way around trisha what is it that you hold within your blueprint that gives you awareness around the concept of a skull? So automatically I've gone back Mayan for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going back Koshimel, So my light language has changed frequency. I'm going back temple magic, and I'm going back low frequency. Yeah. So then we there just is. pinpointed. So you will have some form of confirmation as I gave the information to you. Yeah. 
So we have just pinpointed your resistance, probably a bit stronger word, um, to, the connection, it, yeah. to the connection to the crystal skull. Yeah, because they've always, like the image of a skull for me personally has always been like scary. It's been almost like, I don't know. I, now I'm getting images and I'm getting, I can see um, there's a fearful state coming in because it's more like a, it's a memory. It's a, rem a remembrance of a lifetime. You're, yeah. In, <laughs> I know. Just, just breathe and let that this go. Is the work. This is the work. This is, and this is what we do. Oh, I've got just the got chatter confirmation coming that through. You then. just heard her speaking is the light language. And that is the most beautiful thing is that it brings in these codes, these remembrances, these things that come in to clear those blockages that I didn't even realize I had. Yeah. That's funny because we go about our day and we, we see things we like, we see things we don't like, but we don't go past that, right? We don't realize that the things that we don't like, the things that we have resistance to, the ones that we are like, oh, well, I'll never do that because I can't, right? Or, oh, I'm not good at that. Or, you know, you don't go past that, but it's the moment that you go past that is where the healing happens. And the resistance then disappears and then you have more room for everything else to happen, right? That is beautiful. Absolutely. And I think the work that I do, it, it, and I, you know, I really say with my clients is the fact that we don't know what we don't know, Tricia. Right. So right. when we can label an emotion, when I can assist you to label an emotion, then we can journey back and I can give you the point of origin of where that emotion came from. Mm -hmm. But it will be over, you know, thousands of years time because actually when we were talking, they were taking me back to the Mayan ruins. I was also going back tribal for you as well. So mm -hmm. there's a tribal fear that's linked to that as well, which you could go in and investigate. Yeah, because as I feel it. I can yeah. feel it in your solar plexus as we go. Side, the yeah, it's community. there in the solar plexus. Yeah. So when we link into that tribal aspect of yourself, massive fear that's held in the solar plex, keep small. So you're not seen. So control, absolute control and servitude. And I really want to go like this. Shh, keep small. Don't get seen. Yeah, because be seen. when you get seen, you get killed is what my experience is. There we go. There yeah. we go. Yeah. And you hold that energetic resonance until you come to a point where you can recognize it label it and then we do the releasing work that and it's was profound a release right there yeah oh i mean just well then you're amazing because <laughs> yeah. normally we have to do a little bit of breath work and i have to do a bit of coding but yeah and then what we can do then if i'm guided so when i work i am just a conduit and i step aside but then what we will do is we will decode that template for you and in fact we can just start doing that now because my hands are going so so we decode it. Kia kia, just kadoma kadas kadiris, kadiri ba kadoma skamnis, kadiri kadoma skoriya makarieso. Muskuya kata yeniskara oskodokoya skadira skadora sotosha. Breathe in, release out that energy. Sortoish irktor soy om an shere ektor soya. Nusa nusa nusa, and then we can create a new template as I'm guided. A template that shows me of courage. Dorsoi is dor orktoi in ish or soi am an iska ish or octoi an is irktor octor in in iskara ora. And we integrate it back into the energy space. So breathe in for me. Muskuyaki is godorsoyamaka shonakorosa. And then can you feel that energy shift? It's slow. It's like melting. It's, I yep. can feel this melting, like slow, like like candle wax, just kind of. So there is still resistance there, but that's yeah. from something yeah. else. But what I'm still doing is coding in that template. 
Yeah, because I could see as it melted away, there was this little chunk of like metal in the middle of it and it it's hard. So I've got some work to do, clearly. <laughs> but it's the start. I mean, we're, we're just talking, we're not even in a full session. That's just no. the start. So, yeah, so and that's what I want my audience to know is that this is it. It's just talking. It's just back and forth. It's just this energy exchange, this place where you can to you can hold space for anything to come through. And that is the magic of it is being open and welcoming and allowing things to be revealed to you in its own way. And I think that in itself is healing too. And it is about one of the other things, it's really funny because the last three days has come up for all of my clients. It's about understanding how to control the ego. Mm -hmm. So one of the mm -hmm. biggest blockages in awakening is taking that left brain and moving it out. We need it because we need to survive. You know, we don't want to be walking in front of a bus. So we need that left right. brain to keep us functioning. But we also need the balance of being able to connect to right brain which is all of our intuition and then it allows us to open up into past life and the energies but um how we master doing that is is something that it does take some conscious effort to do mm -hmm. so i can dip between left and right brain quickly the work i do i spend probably more time in my right brain so for me i'm more disconnected so when i used to be really in control and never forgot anything now I can park my car and I can't find it because I can't even remember where I've been because <laughs> the I'm practical outside. things of life, right? Oh, and I'm That's outside. <laughs> yeah, outside the time matrix, I have no concept of time at all. Mm -hmm. But if you can, um, if everyone can learn how to separate the left and the right brain, the awakening process becomes so much easier because you you are, can go into those memories, you can go into those feelings, and you can drop into trust and control um would you, for a long sorry would you consider it more like feminine and masculine energy almost okay no? so there is once again this is my my perception so mm -hmm. everyone needs to feel how it is we we once again conceptualize masculine and feminine energy as a divide masculine and feminine energy is all part of the same energetic program so it's it, we are we are both and it's really interesting because I came to do uh maybe about a week ago I was doing some womb clearing because we hold a lot of energy in the womb but I also coming through last week as I channeled for my energy yeah yep. but on this particular client not only were was I clearing from her womb for her they actually placed the energetic resonance of the testicles and the sperm and the penis and hmm. so I was clearing because we are all both we so are yeah we we always sort of feel oh i'm i'm more divinely masculine or i'm more divinely feminine well actually you're not all you're doing is you're linking into the energetic resonance of lifetimes when you've been in a male body or a female body because we've been everything and <laughs> that's what people been, don't understand sometimes too everything in qhht when i've taken my clients back my clients have gone back to lifetimes when they've been animals they've gone back into lifetimes when they've been water they've gone back into <laughs> lifetimes where they've been rock because remember why we're here we're here to experience the duality of everything so it's not just about being in the human form or being in an off-planetary form we need to understand the one dimensional experiences of being something like rock or earth or water or animals, because it's experiencing every, it's like going into a sweet shop and only having the chocolate and not trying the other things, you know? <laughs> and gummy That's, candies all the way, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I wouldn't touch a gummy candy, but actually I need to because I need to experience the chewy and the chocolate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And that's exactly how it is with, with our experiences. We we choose to, some of us are really connected with trees. Mm -hmm. That's because we've had lifetimes of that connection and also the root system, which comes into community. And we experience it because everything is open for us to learn from. Right. And that's just it. It's, it's realizing that everything, everybody and everything has a lifespan, has a lifetime to it. So 
everything has consciousness. And sometimes I know when I was start, just starting my awakening, it I had a hard time wrapping my mind around something having consciousness. Because when you think of something having consciousness, you think of something having a brain and breathing yeah. and thinking and having an opinion on things. But that's, it's not necessarily just that. Like, if, let's go into your client who was water, for example. How did they know that they were water? Like how, like, and what is the lifetime of water? You know what I mean? Like that in itself, it, it could go on forever. Absolutely. But if you take also, so remember you're conceptualizing to understand it from our tiny brain. Right. If you come out of the conceptualization and go into just energy, why wouldn't we be that? Mm -hmm. And why wouldn't we have the energy to experience and then choose not to experience it when we need to come out of it? Right. I, I had to try and understand. So for me, my learning has been so accelerated. And so I'm, I'm, I'm so curious as well. Now, so I need to understand what collective consciousness is, because not only as we awaken, do we go on our soul journey, our spirit journey, we also clear for the collective consciousness as well. And many times that I will say I wake up in the morning and, and I feel heavy and dense. I'll always check in, right, is this me? This is my energy. Is it something coming up for me to know? If I get a no, then I'll ask, is it collective? Yes, mm. it is. Mm -hmm. So the other week um, I came into the cabin because I thought, okay, I need to clear the, clear the collective energy. So I opened up some portals. So they've shown me how to open and close portals and all sorts of things. And I'm starting my light language clearing. Then all of a sudden I'm given... In fact, I recorded it it's on my YouTube channel. All of a sudden I got that I was clearing sorrow and I was clear. I can't remember the other thing, but basically they then came in and out of my mouth came World War One, World War Two, clearing yeah. all of that pain. And then came Hiroshima. Mm. And when I got to Hiroshima, I cleared the energy for collective, released it and let it go. So we've almost got a double whammy because we're coming in awakening, trying to understand and we're trying to understand ourselves. And then all of a sudden they say, oh, and don't forget, you agreed to give have that big slice of the collective pie and you're right. going to be clearing. It could be wars. It could be it could be trafficking. It, it could be anything that's low frequency that we're trying to clear to get that energy back to the level it needs to be at. Yeah. So it's a tough, it's a it lot. No one's honestly there's a lot to it. Yeah. There's masses and it's it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Right. But what makes it easy? I think having an awareness. Oh, they've just said to me, okay. So what makes it easy is when we are able to have a perspective on what is happening from a higher timeline. When so we can out. yeah zoom out so we're not in it we're observing it we're that makes party. it easy yeah. because we're not triggered those places that trigger us and push our buttons aren't happening because we look as a compassionate observer therefore it makes the whole experience easier because we're not in low density frequencies you're not in it. You're not participating. We're not in, in fear. It. We're not in right. anger. We're not in jealousy. We're not in betrayal. All of the low frequencies that we've chosen to experience because of duality. Mm -hmm. When we come up as a compassionate observer and we zoom right out, then it makes it easy. So for me, mm -hmm. when I'm triggered and I might, you know, it might hit me and I, I might go into anger and I might be swearing like a fishwife. I will allow that to happen because I'm having a 3D experience. But then what I'll do once that's calmed down, I go, right, okay, you've, I've been triggered. I've come up my timeline so I can look down on it basically. And I'll go, oh, okay, I see that triggered in me. Um, I don't know, betrayal, say betrayal. Right. And then I will go into my energy field. I will locate where I hold the energy of betrayal. They will show me what lifetimes I hold it from. I'll do the releasing work. Sometimes we have to do soul retrieval as well. Mm -hmm. And then we do that work and then we release it. But we haven't been, we were in it momentarily, but then we chose to come up. What's hard is when we're in it all the time. And I spent many, many years being so far in it 
that I created my illness because I was holding on to fear, anger, suppression, all of those things, betrayal, separation. And I was so in it, I couldn't see it. That's so true. That, and that is where a lot of people are right now. And that's the thing. They're unable to see through it. All they can, it, it, it consumes them because they don't know that they actually have the ability to step back and be the observer and they don't understand the power that being the observer has it's a beautiful thing and it's it's just something that i feel that more and more people need to learn and more and more people need to be just even aware of just you're right just the awareness alone will set you free and remember when we are so in it we drop into the archetypal victim Mm -hmm. mentality and energy and in that victim it's very hard to suddenly be able to go oh i need to just i'm just going to zoom out now (laughs) from a higher perspective you have to let that play out yeah we have to experience that to in order to heal it we when we came in and we said right we're going to say for instance i came in to learn separation Mm -hmm. and i've had it over thousands of lifetimes but i can't experience it in the duality unless I feel it and it's I'm rolling in the dirt and I'm rolling in the pain when I understand that then I can zoom out and go okay I'm choosing to end that now because I've learned and healed all the aspects that separation brings up for me mm-hmm. and I can see it as a lesson but when you're in it Trisha oh my goodness if someone yeah. had said to me oh Tina zoom out I would have probably punched them <laughs> like because, what zoom in like here yeah, yeah exactly. I'm zooming in and I'm victim in this and I'm enjoying yeah. being the victim and that's the thing too is people do get into that space where you almost enjoy the depression you enjoy the agony the torment the like the turmoil that you've created and it's like once you're in that space you're right nobody can tell you oh it's just like oh let it go Right. Like that's basically what you're saying. And in that moment, you're it, it consumes you. You are it. Right. So it's just allow, allowing it to play out and carefully observing it when you're in that space where you can really. And so it's just you recognizing it. Already chosen what time and how long you would be in it. So what will happen is your timeline will come into play where you suddenly go, actually, I'm, I'm going to step up and step out. But some people don't agree to have that timeline in this reality. And so that's why some people Mm. will always come back and reincarnate because they chose to have the full life experience and not the shorter version. And it might maybe in in 10 lifetimes time, they get to a certain timeline and they go, oh, actually, in I go, I'm coming up to understand it because we have to be in it to experience it, to heal and release it. Mm-hmm. And we're all on different timelines. So it's just knowing that you made this contract before coming in. And that's something that I've spoken a lot about on this podcast is just knowing that you are the creator of your own destiny, that Absolutely. nothing is happening to you. It's not happening out of the blue. These are all planned events that we all sat down with the council. We had with all of these contracts, with all of these people in our lives, just understanding that it's a beautiful divine thing and that we came here for the experience. So don't resist it. Don't fight it. Just allow it. And this, that's, the, that's how you release yourself from it is allowing it. Yeah. Yeah. And stepping out of victim archetype and moving into warrior. Absolutely. And, I feel. And I always, yeah. <laughs> I always yeah. say, put on your big girl pants, your big boy pants, suck it up and let's see what you're holding on to. And then let's journey in mm-hmm. and let's, let's release let's it. See. Yeah. So Tina, th- I just want to say thank you so much for sharing oh, all of you this here welcome. today. And also helping me understand my Mayan roots. I did not even know that. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I've had um, them as well. So yeah, I'm. Oh, I know. I've. I know. I've had many, many lifetimes. But I just. I want to know what's next for you. Where are you going? What's ha- What's on the next timeline for you? Do you know that that is such an amazingly interesting question because I don't know. And I tell you why I'm so happy to say I don't know, because I have always been a massive controller. 
and this will help others as well who are on the awakening journey and coming into healing and all those things who know that they've got other things to come I always wanted to control where I was going mm -hmm. and therefore I'd be pushing on closed doors when I was able to lose my control so I healed the aspects of myself and I drop into trust and belief I honestly don't know where I'm going every day I'm shown more every day I work in a different way I get some glimpses I connected to source um, last week and was told that I'm exactly where I need to be and I will simply trust and believe I don't know where I'm going but I just know it's exciting I know they they told me to ask you that that's why <laughs> oh I know and you know I it feels as though that they were sitting back and waiting to see whether I'd listen to what they said yeah I was told that I'm exactly where I need to be I, I get the idea for me it's about getting my story out there it's about working with as many people as I can I get the sense that it's going to be some television and some mm -hmm. traveling but I'm, I'm not going to, so remember the law of attraction always comes in. And mm -hmm. so I'm just gonna leave that door open. I know that whatever is there, I, I feel that there's a couple of books to come, but <laughs> I'm just enjoying the, can you imagine getting up every day? My diary's booked two weeks in advance. I work and channel differently with every client that I see and every client has the most profound healing. Mm -hmm. I then combine that with my past life work. So I'm a past life regressionist. I combine that with my quantum healing um, hypnosis technique, the Dolores Cannon work. Mm -hmm. And that is something else that's off the scale. The healing that comes from that is unbelievable. You know, like, you're just like, could I do anything better? Could there be, an... I'm working with dragons. You know, I'm going back to people's <laughs> past lives. I'm working with crystal skulls. I'm opening vortexes and portals and... I'm going mind blowing things like this is all real. Like, where do you think all of the stories and fairy tales and fantasies come from? Right. I just want to put that out there to everybody. If all the skeptics that are listening, or if you're like, what is this lady talking about? I just want you to kind of zoom out a little bit and look at where do you think all of these creative ideas that we get, where do they come from? Where do these you know sensations and feelings and all of these things that we get these tingles these vibes these connections these um you know this magnet you're sometimes you're magnetized to a certain person for a certain reason and i feel like that with you and i would love to follow your journey and i would love to know where you end up in in the next five ten years who knows right it's i think and we will keep in touch because absolutely. we've already got that connection but I think it's the same for everyone. Our journeys are so unique. And some people's journeys won't be like mine. And it's because I've reached okay. a level. Exactly. And, and that's what I'm here to do. I'm here, I'm here to awaken. I'm, I'm doing a lot of teaching at the moment. And I tell you what for me is, is unbelievable. And it still blows my mind as much as I'm shown and everything. I can have someone come into my cabin or because I'm working all over the world. Mm -hmm. you know i'm working in new zealand bali i've been working yesterday in turkey and czechoslovakia i'm working in belgium tomorrow and let's and let the audience know you're not actually leaving your cabin in the uk no, i work on Zoom. these are clients that you're meeting all over the world so the energy can go anywhere and do anything we are all energy <laughs> absolutely all energy. So i have exactly the same so i can have a client who comes to me with no understanding of anything we've just spoken about and I can activate their light language. They don't even know what light language is other than the fact they've been drawn to mine. Mm -hmm. Is that not the best thing in the whole wide world? It's priceless. It is, it's, absolutely. Sure, it's, it's priceless. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, Tina, thank you so much for sharing all of your amazing work with us today and sharing these messages and cracking open, hopefully, <laughs> who knows how many people, but... <laughs> Uh, I know that there is much more to come and I would love to meet with you again sometime soon. Oh, and I get the sensation that actually we'll be meeting in person. So I don't know how that's going to work, but they've just said to me, we'll be meeting because I can see you and I. I just got chills. So, yep, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> having coffee and I'm like holding your hand going, can you believe this? So I get the sense that we will be meeting in person. It's all in the universe. I go with whatever. 
I want to thank you as well for just giving me the opportunity to, to talk about my work um, and also to, to help you in the little way that I have done is, is just beautiful. So thank you, thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, you have yourself an amazing day and we will catch up very, very soon. Will do. And thank all of your listeners. And uh, if anyone ever has any questions, get them just to message me on, you know, you've got all of my, my different uh, platforms. Yeah, so in the show notes, if you want, you can always click on any of the links, they will be provided for you. So if you're curious to get to know Tina a little bit more, feel free to go down and click on those links. And thank you so, so much. Kie sana kora satoshi miniskadaya nikira satoshi adara askatoyana asa. Osha mokushe miniskitesa kodoro kodoma anaskieta shonsor iktor sana. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and letting me be a part of your journey. Please be sure to click subscribe and leave a review so you can help this podcast grow. If you connected with this message, feel free to share it. I hope that your journey is an exciting one filled with passion and joy from here on out. Much love.